home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris and Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Welcome to Cross Politic. I'm the Chocolate Knox, Pastor Toby, and of course, not the water boy, Jake McAtee, is in with us from Canada Press. But he's also from Texas. Yeah. Oh, are you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's why Gabe allowed him to sit oh, in his chair. I had no idea. <laughs> we'll get to more about Jake in just a moment, but first, he's back. Oh, no. I'm back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. And he's coming back again. Oh no. Yeah. This is yeah. huge for memes. <laughs> this is Obviously, huge. this is going to be really big. Oh my so, goodness. But we'll get to that in just a second. Today's culture shifts like sand, but New St. Andrews College is established on Christ, the immovable rock. It is a premier institution that forges evangelical leaders who don't fear or hate the world. Guided by God's word, they take the world back because they're equipped with the genius of classical liberal arts and God-honoring wisdom, thanks to a faculty dedicated to academic rigor and to God's kingdom. Find out more at nsa.edu. Oh, our sponsors. Go support the people who support us. So last night when we ended Cross Politic, this... Um, announcement from Donald Trump came right around the same time the show started. So okay. we weren't able to actually get a chance to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and But I watched the whole thing. It was about an hour and 20 minutes long. I was at dinner with my daughter and we turned it up. We both shared an AirPod. We turned it on. She's like, Dad, what's happening? And I was like, well, we don't know yet. We're trying to figure out what President Trump is going to do. And she looks at the video. She's like, it says Trump 2024. Can we close it now? <laughs> I'm with your daughter. And you know what? And so <laughs> I'm like, but what's... But who's playing football? That <laughs> was basically just like, she's like, please, please tell me people aren't that dumb. So <laughs> I was like, well, babe, they, they really are. <laughs> Hate to break it to yeah, you, babe. Sorry. But there were a lot of things that Trump said that I thought were really, 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 really bad. <laughs> okay. But I want to start with what I thought was really, really, really good. And that was this. We will abolish every Biden COVID mandate and rehire every patriot who was fired from our military with an apology and full back pay. Now people like that. And they deserve an apology and they deserve full back pay and they'll get it. I thought that was good. Is he going to apologize? Well, I think he he has to. He is the person who's their boss. And so the person who had the office before me made a massive mistake. They shouldn't (laughs) have fired you. I am sorry. The office apologizes to you. I think he can. I think he's he's their boss. I'm asking, though, about his own decisions in COVID. Oh, you're actually saying he was guilty of some himself. Yeah. That he doesn't even, that he can apologize he, right he now. He didn't fire anybody as far as I know for not getting the vaccine. But he did kind of force it on them. But, but he was, point. he was, a, I mean, Steve Day said that he did a year after he finished the election, he did a year as a, as a sales rep provisor. 
That's true. Did you Boy, hear that? Dace was on fire. I mean, if you missed that show. You need to go back I mean, and listen to Dace yesterday. I mean, he, you know, Trump didn't fire people to his credit, yeah. but he did invite Anthony Fauci in and gave yeah. him a microphone and didn't shut him up. And as Dace mentioned, he and a number of other people, it was it Scott Atlas, other people, yep. are sending memos yep. to the president saying you've got a bad, you've got, you've got a, um, what's the guy? Oh, you've got a worm tongue in the in the Oval Office. Yep. You know worm tongue. You know about worm tongue. I have. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Um, I don't know what books you read. You know? The ones you tell me. Okay, good. I just read them slower uh, than you want me to. But but <laughs> I mean, Trump invited worm tongue into the Oval Office. Listened to him took a bunch of bad advice and got this ball rolling, not to mention trillions of dollars of um, spending. Yeah. And, 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 you know, crazy, you know, run, he's the one that started our inflation problem. So are you saying you don't like his apology or you, I want more apology. Oh, you want more apology. Oh, I just, I'm just hoping that his apology is like he's going to get to that next. He's is that the next clip? Well, he's giving him back pay. I like that. I, I like to, the back pay. to apologize. Okay, so, Jay, I got to ask. So, okay, you, um, you're in acquisitions at Canon, right? I am. So, basically, anything that comes out from Canon, that's you. <laughs> it's and your fault. I'll take all the credit. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, I'm going to try something I'm not really good at. I'm going to okay. give you first right of refusal for the rest of the clips. All right. Okay, so when the clip gets done, if you want to yeah. talk on it, it you got first right of refusal. I'll try and shut up. I, won't say I will grab Pastor Toby if, or quiet. mute his I'll, mic. I'll but um, th- this, what do you think? Well, he qualified. These are Biden things. Okay, right, right. Okay, <laughs> just to be clear. Okay, okay. Doesn't uh, seem like he has anything to do with it. Obviously, he did. I'm curious. Do you guys think? My impression is that uh, the president is not the highest of the high. Right now? You mean as far as... Like, I wonder, like, do you think he could have done like, anything about Fauci? Yeah, I think he could. Do you he, think so? All the people he fired went after FBI? Trump could have done something I, about I Fauci. Think, you think so? I think Trump could have well, done something about Fauci. I, th- I think it might have I think it might have blown a bigger hole in in the bureaucracy. No, yeah. fa- you but, know, but I, I mean... I mean, tr- I mean, when did... I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe I'm believing things I shouldn't believe, but I didn't think he cared. No, I thought he did. He just, the, they used, the only thing that no, Trump. I mean about the bureaucracy. Like, I mean, like, he doesn't, like, they're like, we're going to take away your funding. We're, like, we're no, no, gonna... no, he didn't care about that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I think he could torpedo. My impression is he has certain cards that he's dealt that he's to do the best that he can with. Oh, you think, I don't think Trump's leading. I don't think Joe Biden's leading either. <laughs> Right. Okay, see, you want to start conspiracy <laughs> theories. You gotta have to tell me to bring my ten four to the show. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just very curious. I wonder. It seems like Fauci is a made man to some extent because he's been there for so long, so many administrations. You don't get to so many administrations without having Certainly some sort like of power. A, a king on the regime. Oh, I see. Board. Okay, so you're trying to switch it up and say Fauci had enough power not to be fired. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I wonder. I don't know. Yeah. See, you can't be doing stuff like that. <laughs> no, because, you know, I am, I am like conspiracy theorist king. I'm all about him. And now this sounds like a juicy conspiracy. Maybe I don't need to give you the first right of refusal for clips if that's how you're going to be doing it. So this is one of the things I thought that was at least good. And Pastor, you kind of ruined it. I thought this was a really good thing that he was trying to do. I think a lot of military men who are the tip of the spear. We got some enemies right now. Yeah. We need these people yeah. back. No. And we need them to be to yeah. have some repentance assuming, and restoration. Assuming he's talking about the military, sure. That would be, yeah, that would be brilliant. What? I thought wasn't good was stuff like this. Every drug dealer during his or her life on average will kill 500 people with the drugs they sell, not to mention the destruction of families. Oh. 
But we're going to be asking everyone who sells drugs, gets caught selling drugs, to receive the death penalty for their heinous acts, because it's the only way. <laughs> Jake, I'm scared. I'm you're, just, up, you're up first. I'm not allowed to talk yet. No, no, no. I think you seem ready to go. Okay, so he refused. All right, Pastor, you up? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, are you pro drug dealer? Whoa, Jake! Oh, I mean, which drug? That's the only option yeah, you got: yeah. pro drug dealer, yeah. anti drug dealer. No, I'm, you know, I'm throwing logs on. Throwing yeah. logs on. Um, like first of all, first of all, yes. Can we just start executing murderers? <laughs> you know, I have it written down here. Can we get the people who are on death row? Yeah, can executed. we get the death? We can, and I think we do what somewhere between twelve and nineteen um, executions a yeah. year. Right. A year that we can't even execute our people who are on death row, let right. alone. So, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll let you finish. No, I mean, was that you? I know, so is this an improvement? He's saying like next day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, so this is the thing. Are we going to start? Ex are we still going to start yeah. killing the people who run Walgreens? Right. Are we going to start killing the people who are running all right. these other? What about the people who did the Pfizer drug? What about those right. folks? Oh, wait, those are licensed yeah. drug yeah. dealers. So what he's really saying is you're going to have to have a license to deal drugs or we're going to execute you. Right, but that's what apparently, he's arguing. Apparently, and and it, listen, drug dealers, we have a problem there. But there's something way more underneath that. That the reason why right. we have drug dealers right. and executing someone for buying a drug is not is righteous. It's for wrong sell, for selling. Yeah, it, it, for selling or, or someone who buying or selling either mm -hmm. way. That's wrong. Now, should you be doing it? No, that is a, definitely right. a sin. Right? There are. This is just, to me, another form of government regulation where they don't have the authority to be operating yeah, it. Right. And, and now he's pushed over into tyrannical mode. We're not going to make them pay restitution for what they've done. No, 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 no. We're going to start executing them. Yeah. Based off of what? What standard are you using to make that kind of call? Right. right. Yeah. Does, I mean, does this apply to bartenders? Right. Who, who have you know, people who die of liver disease from alcoholism? At some point, let, let, wait till the left right. gets in. Right. Oh right. yeah. Oh no. No, this is so, this is typical like stupid. Do you think this is stuff. a pet? Do you think this is a pet like sin of his or a pet crime of his that he hates the most? No. Is there no. something in his mind you think he's going after? Yeah, I, I think he's appealing to. I think he's appealing to um, the lower middle class America that sees the 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 carnage of the um, drug drug e epidemic. Lower middle class. Oh no! I think up and middle and upper okay. class, right? Because the drugs now are taking them out yeah. in a no, no, new yeah. way too, right? But, but I mean, especially but, after but, the pandemic. But the biggest carnage is still on the lower end. But I think you're, it's going up. But it, well, I think the, the crime that comes with some of the drug dealing sure. is on the slower end. But I think right. you have people now in upper middle class whose pit friends, uh, methamphetamines and other things are dying from some of these higher end drugs, and right. they don't know what to do. Right. It's like, how did it sneak in? Right. And so I think it's touching right. a certain class. Right. I think he's trying to appeal though to, yeah, but to, I think to you're right. the American people. Where there has been a bunch of carnage, but I think this is massively misguided, um, and I, I think by and large would be utterly unjust. Yeah, it, it would be absolutely. It would be wicked. Yeah, um, in most instances. Well, especially if you got people who are on death row, yeah, who haven't been like, killed, right? right start added right. to it. I mean, I, I mean, you know, like we're getting accused of being like Sharia law up in here because we don't want drag queens <laughs> twerking. But what's that? <laughs> so. You have Chuck Schumer came out recently and was asking for amnesty. But 
he started asking for amnesty right before he said this. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same <laughs> level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Now, the reason that Schumer is interrupting Trump's speech at this point in our conversation is because if you're going to start talking about executing people who are doing wickedness, especially as it relates to other folks dying, Chuck Schumer is saying, hey, man, we have a low birth rate and people aren't having babies. We have people who are not uh, reproducing. Reproducing. <laughs> and it's become. And, and, right? yeah. uh, no. how, how shall I say it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, murdering their babies. They're literally murdering their babies and doctors. Why, why not go after the abortion doctors right. who are not only helping these women kill their children, but are destroying we, a nation. We have children who are being chemically castrated. Right. We, right. we don't know what to do about it. We have two dudes, and they cannot make babies. <laughs> we, 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 we're not making more people. Why does all of a sudden... <laughs> she just made Chuck Schumer rush And I like it. <laughs> I also just like this freeze frame. I mean, is this like central casting of like no white, just non-white people or are these are supposed to be oh, no, that, the guy in the back looks a little white dreamers? no no he looks Arab is this what <laughs> yeah. the dreamers these are the dreamers here yeah, right yeah. yeah so if there's Do anybody you too, it was 11 million or or whatever or, or however many no there cap, are. There's, I just want to no make sure ceiling. that that's in there is what he's saying because yeah. it could be 24 25 million that's there it. are a lot of dreamers <laughs> dreaming no ceiling <laughs> Just let them all in. Of them. Let all their all dreams in. What about all the, their dreams? What about yeah. the ones that are dreaming in their mother's womb? Yeah, right. can, can, can they live too? I, I said this last time, and I'll say this again. A nation is very much concerned about its population. Right. And obviously Schumer understands that. Right. right? But if you're a nation, if you're concerned about your population, then people having children in your nation who are natives are extremely important because they already have the customs. They already have the ideals. They already understand their purpose. They are nationally made. Right. They're there. You want to protect them. And if I'm an immigrant coming to your nation and you can't protect the kids in the womb, then how the heck do you feel about me? How in the world are you going to, why would you protect me if you can't protect right, right. the ones that are natively here? Right. You're, uh, clearly you're a bigot. Oh, well. And, um, but <laughs> actually we were talking about this a minute ago and I was thinking um, before we got on the show and I think you're absolutely right. This is the Dave Rubinization of America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like we're, so we, we will not, we, we have made ourselves barren. Yep. Um, testosterone levels are at all-time lows. I saw that. Um, Less sperm counts than we, we've had we in are, 50 we years. Are, we are permanently castrating our children. Women are sterilizing themselves with chemicals. Uh, couples are refusing to have children. And then the coupling that's happening tends to be the kind, a bunch of it is, is completely unfruitful. Yeah. Um, so we're sterile, but we need people. <laughs> We're not sure how this is happening. We still Our, need lattes. We still need yeah, right. Amazon packages delivered That's right. on and, time. And so we will have the surrogacy of immigrants. Yeah. We, we need lots of- They'll them. have our babies for they us. They will have our babies for us, with, which if you think about it, seems very paternalistic. Like Man. We, we are so high. We, like, we cannot be, we cannot, we cannot have our own children. Right. No, that's, right. That's not, please do not trouble us. Yeah, yeah. Our own children. I mean, children. Uh, stretch marks. Children. You right. know, they're difficult. They spit up. Yeah, expensive. They cost money. I they just need somebody to make me a coffee. Poop in their diapers. Right. They can't but, vote yet. But, 
Well. <laughs> but we can have these foreigners make them for us. Mm. And then we will let them in. Back to our regularly scheduled Trump program. <laughs> Trump also promised to end gang violence. Oh, right. And I will immediately launch a no-holds-barred national campaign to dismantle the gangs and clean out the nests of organized street crime. Oh. First right of refusal. This is just classic no quarter November material. Here. <laughs> this was no holds barred. No, no, explain yourself in the second paragraph. Yeah, I embarrassingly asked Knox, like, what gangs are there? Is that a gang? Is yeah, there, we have a gang M- problem right now. Are there gangs? That's how nice it is to live in like Idaho, right? It's like there's gangs around. Yeah, there's some problems, but like when this Crips and the Bloods. What came to the American mind? If I'm over in North Minneapolis, you got okay. Oh. A, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you got vice lords, you got Crips, you got Bloods. Bloods ain't as big as they used to be. Maybe they've grown in Minneapolis. You know, you got um, what's the other ones and over the north side in forty block forty two. You're so, talking to the wrong people. So, yeah. so, yeah. We, we can't help like, you. You know, we can't help you. There, there's yeah. <laughs> there are gangs, and okay, if you're in right. Chicago, they got they got gangs. So there's there's some of that there, but um, whatever the gang issues are, what you don't want, what no one wants, is what. Uh, uh, with a, uh, uh, Ronald Reagan thank you couldn't think of his name Ronald Reagan said I'm from the government and I'm here to help right, right. and the government is talking about coming in and helping you get rid of your local gang problem he just federalized the police right. how is he going to do that he's not he's not going to be able to do it without federalizing and that's what everything that he's talking about is about federalization even talking about he's going to help now clean up your cities not just your gang your full cities mm-hmm. Biden and the radical left had left loose on this total breakdown of law and order. It was a total breakdown of law and order. I will restore public safety in American cities and other communities that need our help. And if they don't want our help, we're going to insist that they take our help this time. Because, you know, the Democrat governors, these are all Democrat cities. The governors and mayors are supposed to ask for the help, and they would never ask for the help. And yet people are being shot and killed at random like nobody's ever seen before. And we sent in the National Guard in Minneapolis and in other places. In Seattle, we went and we were, uh, we were getting ready to go. And they took over part of the city. And the governors, the Democrats don't want to ever ask to do anything because they don't want to shake things up. In the meantime, the cities are rotting. And they, they are indeed cesspools of blood. So we're going to go and help them even if they don't want the help. We're going to go help them even if they don't want the help. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your first right of refusal, sir. Pastor Toby, thank you. <clears throat> this, I think this place, big time. It's probably not right. Place. You think people want that? On the surface, 100%. Nobody's thinking this through, which is where you're coming, which I know is where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, your problem is you're thinking, Knox. I, every time, look. Speaking of Minneapolis, I don't know what. All the stuff that burned in Minneapolis. Everything. Right. Yeah. It's Northside, Lake Street, Broadway. Think of all the Wendy's that won't be burned down with President Trump. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, like Jake said a minute ago, we need coffees. We need, we need lattes. We need, yeah. We, we, need, we need pizza delivery uh, people. You know, we need we Wendy's. Need DoorDash. <laughs> so that was not, that, yeah, this, that was intense. This, I, I don't like you guys right now. <laughs> no, go ahead. Because you guys, this is a joke to you. But you know what I'm saying? This is serious. <laughs> I mean, I'm very curious on this point what you guys think. How much of this is is were he elected tomorrow? How much of the f- 
Go ahead. Whoa, good. That's whoa. just. This Am is I on to something? Yeah. Did I just earn, yeah, yeah, that was like, did I just, like uh-oh. Did I just earn cross points? Oh, yeah, uh, you, yeah. Did. you got to upgrade. It's like, it's, uh, Angel got his wings. It's like finding a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many of these policies like move through, do you think? And then how much of this is just MAGA, MAGA, MAGA? That's a good question. I think Trump learned if you come in, you better come in hard and you better get everything you want done because they're going to try and, and get you out. Remember, he still wants to drain the swamp. So all this comes with draining the swamp. Yeah. Drain the swamp. He's going to have people hitting him from one side. If he comes after people's state, he's going to have to hit him from the other side. And he's like, you know what? If I get in, I do it all, and I go as hard as I possibly can. This is not just talking points for Trump. This is him saying, I'm going to do it. And you know what? I think you're right. Unfortunately, people do want it done. We, we talked about this on election night and the night after. Uh, people are tired of being taken advantage of. They want somebody to fight for them. They want things done. They want to have good governance. Even if that governance comes outside of the authority that should be governing. We do this all the time. Remember, if you look in people's marriages and a husband, he's not doing his job. He's not being responsible. The wife usually out of nowhere will jump in and start doing his job for him. Right. Because, well, he, and what is her excuse? Well, he's not doing his job. Right. But that doesn't mean you become a man. (laughs) Right. Right. You, what you do is you go into your position, your role, and you call him to his responsibility into his role. And yeah. this is Trump outside of his role operating on a local level like he's the governor. Right. He's not the governor. I mean, and, and I, I thought to his credit during um, the burning of the cities, he actually exercised some restraint and said, he I'll, been a tyrant. I'll, I'll come in if you invite me. And now he's saying we're coming in even if they don't want us to. You know, uh, speaking of going hard and marriages, you guys, did you guys catch the the disrespect for marriage act? The, I, the, I'm, um, I'm not caught so, all the way. So um, it was um, it was moved forward by the Senate today, um, um, and uh, it's called the Disrespect for Marriage Act. I'm sorry, it's actually called the Respect for Marriage. No, act. No, no, you but, named uh, it right. But I think it's called the Disrespect right. for Marriage Act. It's um, it um, it it codifies federal protections for sodomite marriages. And of course, they tack on their interracial marriages because apparently that's a widespread it's problem. Ga- it's the gateway drug. <laughs> it's the gateway drug to but get what you want. 62 to 37 vote with 12 Republicans voting in favor to move it forward, which um, allows it to clear the required 60 vote hurdle to prevent a filibuster. Um, of course, Mitt Romney voted with it. Of um, course. I saw uh, that one coming. Uh, there was uh, an 11 other um, uh Senators, Republican senators voted for it. So, you know, there we are. They're coming in hard, though. The, the, the Democrats are like, hey, we're going to do this. It, it was it was you it was what? thought that. the So this is passed by the House already. So it's been sitting there waiting to see if the Senate will do anything with it. And for a long time, people thought there's no chance it would get through. But don't worry. Republicans. They don't have any spine. At least 12, 12 of them didn't. And, and of course, the, the Mormon church uh, put out a statement yesterday defending it. Yeah. So forget them being your allies. Yeah, it's not it's not happening. Um, Okay, Pastor, I want to say something on that. But before I do, those guys won't touch caffeine. But like gay stuff is all good. Right. (laughs) Don't drink coffee. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, of course, they're they're the 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 poison in all this is they have they this is like Lucy and, and Charlie Brown in the football all over again. They have been promised certain protections for religious liberty. In the mm. bill, they're codifying what marriage is, so that they can get the protections. But then, but and they're and they're including it. This sodomy and all the other stuff is is allowed. Um, for some reason, what we don't understand, um, I'm not sure why they're they're not also codifying protections for marriage between you know a man and, and his his pet poodle, um, or a small child, or I mean, right, right, they're right, not right. including any any of those other 
you know, loving relationships. Just give us some time. Yeah. One thing at a time. Right. They're, they're, but, but the Mormons are leading the way of, of, of um, naive and foolish Americans who think this time they will give us our protections and leave us alone. If we trade, but that, stuff. but you know, pastor, that's the thing. That's but the thing they, with this whole, they, that's, they, they never stop. Yeah. They never stop. They're that, like, no, no, we'll give you your protection. Well, pretty soon they're going to tell you your religion is bigotry. That's not included. We'll tell you which religions are allowed. And do you, well, the Mormon church is pretty good at like, Moving with the times, aren't oh, they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We, we don't like black people. We do now. <laughs> we had a prophet come. Our elder came. Po- yeah, polygamy is right. Yeah, is that wrong? Included? We're, is that we're included? not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's wrong today. It is. It is. The prophet said. I, I, I want to play this last clip, okay. and I want right. to comment on what you said because I think it all goes together. This is the most egregious thing that I heard. One of the most egregious, probably the top egregious thing that I heard from Trump's, yeah. except uh, uh, that he's running for president yeah. in twenty twenty four announcement. And then, of course. We will do whatever it takes to bring back honesty, confidence, and trust in our elections. Oh, stop. To eliminate cheating, I will immediately demand voter ID, same-day voting, and only paper ballots. Um, oh, oh, wait. Hey, that would be uh, like... Universal... Federalizing the elections. elections. Did we talk about this? I think we uh, talked about this. We said it was coming. Yeah. And boy, that was just less than a week ago. And, and we also said, what do you want to bet that a Republican is going to propose it? I had, Ron, I had my money on Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Trump was like, ah, uh, Ron, yeah, hold what? my beer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man. Pastor, everything you just said, we think that it's going to stop there. Right. You just said, well, if, we, if we vote for this, if we go this, if we clean out the swamp, if right. you take care of Washington, you get rid of the FBI, and if you fix the elections and you do all these things, then then everything's great and it's going to stop right there. And it's not. No. I think my thought is conservatives, Christians, Republicans, whatever, they're on the right, need to get out of federal voting, out of national voting and get local. I really believe that we yeah. need to spend the next eight years finding a wife raising some kids, commit ourselves to a church, commit ourselves to a local fellowship and love with our brothers so that we serve them in our civil magistrate. And then from there, let that produce our senators in the next eight years after we're training, disciple them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Our own kids that are 18, 19, 16, 20 right now can be good senators for us in the next eight to 10 years. We we have enough to hold off the, the, the onslaught, a little enough. We do. If we get involved locally in the next four to eight years, look, Florida held off the onslaught of COVID with all of the federal government's power. Right. They held they held off. They held off everything else. They kept their people working. Georgia even did a lot of good work. That's true. Texas did. a. If we get local and we get powerful local, we get committed local, starting with our our families and our church and commit there, work our way into our um, our our local civil magistrate. Make sure we. you shouldn't even think about national elections unless you know you got a good city council. Mm. Do you have a good uh, a good sheriff? What what about your local reps in your own house? Right. And then you can start in the next 10 years putting people into the Senate, replacing those out and then getting the other people. And then then from there, bring yourself to the president. I certainly think that you're right in terms of our emphasis and our focus. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at the same time, switch them around. I'm not saying stop all the way, but I'm just okay. saying right, yeah. switch it right now. Yeah, yeah, if you look no. at Republicans, right. all their focus has been national. Right. You go back to 2006, 2007, there was a massive, in Minneapolis particularly, I can remember this, a massive ground push for Obama. 
that no one saw coming, a community organizer. And he yep. worked Chicago. They worked Minneapolis. They worked Kansas City. They were on the grounds. And the next thing people know, they weren't. no one expected Obama to come up. But he had already been boiling. Oprah's having him on her show talking about how good of a uh, representative he is for, for Chicago and how, how he's doing. And, and he just came up from the ground. And they worked people. Remember, 2007, 2006, they had all these new vote campaigns that came out of nowhere. Hip-hop artists were pushing them. Mm-hmm. They were in the middle of the inner cities. They got people out to vote. What were they saying? Who to vote for? Well, you let you decide who to vote for, mm-hmm. right? Nah, they got local. They got very, very focused. And now they have, they're the people who control the voter elections. Right? I think the key thing is that we need God's blessing. And so if, if you, and Absolutely. so, and so. You, and that's you, why I say a church. You know, yeah, yeah. Right? No, but, but that's what I mean, though, is like, so you, you can't um, put your hope in the national elections. This is, I mean, this is trouble coming. I, I, I'm, that's, this is making me, yeah, I'm, I'm like. I strongly believe that if God wants us to vote in a particular election, he will give us candidates that are worth voting for. Yep. And if they aren't worth voting for, I, I write in Mickey Mouse and Gabe Wrench. You know, and maybe <laughs> same I'll, thing. You know, you know, I, I'm not, not, you know, like whatever. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should feel compelled at all to participate in something where it's like, you know, bad guy or bad guy. Um, and I think there's a good chance that that's what we're looking at. Um, and, and national, a lot of the national elections. Um, and if, but if, but if you're, but you can, you can actually be faithful in the things that are right in front of you. And that's where God's blessing comes when you're, when you're, when you're faithful to your wife, when you're faithful to your kids, when you're faithful to your local community, when you're faithful in providing and serving those around you, that's where God's blessing comes from. And frequently as you're faithful there, that blessing multiplies and it builds and, and it builds. Right. And, and, and while I think we need to be um, buckled up for a pretty long, bumpy ride, it is also the case that some, sometimes God's blessing, it multiplies and speeds it up. And it may well, be that even though, humanly speaking, we got to think, okay, maybe my grandkids are going to see some of the fruit of this. It may be that your kids actually start tasting some of it faster than you thought because God's blessing does that kind of thing. We're going to talk about some of that tomorrow. That's one of the things about the gospel that we take for granted. The gospel has the ability to change a man's heart overnight. Liberals still have to work 20 years to convince your kids <laughs> But the blessing of God, he's able to transform a man's heart and give him a new desire with new wants. So, uh, Jake, you last word before Pastor Toby takes over. Do we do barren psalms? Because I need some. James White is languishing in Maricopa County. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, he is. (laughs) That's all you want to say? It's perfect timing for the clip. I'm sure there's a ton of people in Maricopa that are like, yeah, please send help. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's why I don't like. I don't like the fact that you're right. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody who's gotten hurt by this is like, we want it fixed. Yeah. And that's the point. That's the intention. I think we're getting played, but for the other way around. I yeah. think that they're playing us yeah. to get us to want that kind of desire, that type of help. And so give us Trump who will come in or, yeah. and give fix us all king. the elections. Give us that a we king need. who will save us. Right. Yeah. Hey, um, this is, by the way, why you should subscribe to the Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine. Because, I don't know, it, it connects somehow. I'm, well, okay. Right? This, I, I just hate these ads. See, I'm done, I'm done say, with this ad. I'm this done is, with this ad. This is your way of saying Subscribe. write a better ad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to read it. Got it? Garrison, Gabe, anybody? All right, there we go. Wait, wait. Subscribe can, to the magazine or else I'll read the ad again. How about this? That's how, a great ad. <laughs> That's what moves people. Yeah. I think we already put it out there. I think we need to make it a little more clear. If you're a Fight, Laugh, Feast Club member who subscribes to the magazine, Send us your best written ad so Pastor Toby can try it on and see if he likes it. Please. And that would be really awesome. Please. So start sending yeah. those out. If we yeah. get some by tomorrow, 
Pastor Toby's reading your ad for the Fight Laugh Feast magazine. Hey, the psalm of the day is Psalm 45, and it's all about marriage. It's a wedding psalm. You gonna pour some beer? Yeah, let's let's do that. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore, God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And all thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia, out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy lord. Worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. Mm. And I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. This is a wedding psalm, as I mentioned, and the psalm opens simply celebrating the occasion A wedding is a glorious occasion, Mm. and it's a real honor to have the opportunity to honor a new marriage. And in this case, it's a particular honor because it is the marriage of a prince, a son of the king. The hymn calls the prince to gird his sword on his thigh, and he praises his courage and righteousness. He's fought faithfully for the king. He loves righteousness and hates wickedness, and therefore he has been blessed with this occasion above all his peers. Now the bride, she's adorned with gold and fine needlework, and she's called to leave her father's house, and she looks to her husband as her lord, the king, and as she looks to her husband as her lord, the king will greatly desire her beauty. Many nobles and noble women will be there to witness the wedding, and there will be gladness and great rejoicing. And the final benediction of Psalm 45 is that her children, whom she bears to the king, will take the place of their fathers and be princes in all the earth. Now, the first thing to note is simply the glory and beauty of a man and a woman. Going back to the Garden of Eden, God made a prince and a princess, a king and a queen to rule the world. And even though we've sinned and we do not bear that glory as fully as we ought, the glory is still there and unmistakable. And nothing in this world can change that or undo it. No ideology, no philosophy, no machinations, no lusts, no edicts, no Supreme Court decisions, no Mm. congressional acts, no grotesque chemicals or surgeries can ever change it. Come on now. The wise man said, there be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. uh, That's Proverbs 30, 18 and 19. Or as G.K. Chesterton once said, the most extraordinary thing in the world is an ordinary man and an ordinary woman 
And they're ordinary children. Come on now. But wound through this royal wedding song is an unmistakable eschatological point. The poet is looking at a wedding of a man and a woman, and yet he can't help but think about God and his kingdom and his wedding. And of course, the Apostle Paul does the same thing in Ephesians when he thinks about Adam and Eve in the garden and how they were joined together. This is a great mystery, he says. But I'm talking about Jesus and his church. From the very beginning, from that very first wedding, there was an inkling, a prefiguring, an allegory of what God was planning to do. He was planning to come and dwell with his people forever. And so that's what John sees at the end of Revelation. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And so it is that our foes are not so much trying to arrogantly redefine a a merely human institution. No, they're standing on their tiptoes on an ideological chair that is leaning against a teetering humanistic fence, and they're shaking their fists at heaven, but they can't reach that high, (laughs) and they cannot actually change anything, and will only be a matter of time before they all fall down. So what should Christians do when fools and mountbanks make proclamations about redefining marriage? What should we do when they call us bigots or try to smear us when we will not bow down to their shrines or go along with their lies? Well, first, we should simply chuckle both about how silly they're being and how kind and patient God is still being in the face of their insolence. That's right. And second, you should go home with flowers and chocolates and kiss your wife Mm. a little longer than usual, say, until some of the kids start making gagging noises. And when she asks what the occasion is, your answer should be, well, by God's grace, we are a picture of the history of the world and of what Jesus is doing with all things. And I just thought you should know how wonderful I think that is. Flowers and chocolate. No mere mortals at canonpress.com. <laughs> oh, oh, now. Pastor Toby Sumter. <laughs> no mere mortals. Anything else you want to add in there? <laughs> uh, Christian nationalism, canonpress.com. Uh, Anything? What? We got some more stuff coming from No Quarter November. Canonpress.com. Hey. Subscribe. Uh, Speaking of which, when can I get a No Quarter November flag? Where's those at? How come we don't out. get one of those? Sold sold out. Out. But why come? Why do come? You guys didn't come to us and say, "Hey, could you guys?" Hey, we want to make sure you have one in the, the studio. Yeah, the November Pride flags have sold out. <laughs> well, Jake, some good you are. I thought yeah. I was going to get a hookup after so, getting hey, you in here. Cheers, cheers to the king. Cheers. Hey, yeah. praise God. Jake's got. Uh, there we go. Yeah. We did it. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. And pray for Gabe. He's actually going to Canada right now. He should be there for a conference with our pray Canadian brothers. Pray that he doesn't get arrested. Or that he does. Canonpress.com. <laughs> <laughs>
and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music in conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum. In the certificate program, you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it. You will do music. You will study it, analyze it, read it, write it, sing it, and play it. You will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You will receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College. Putting off writing that proposal again? Yeah, we've been there. Proposal writing can be tough. It takes work, and if you're not careful, you can set up your company for failure. Well, that's where we come in. Smart Pricing Table is an innovative application that focuses on, well, the pricing table. Instead of a static document and constant back and forth, our platform creates interactive proposals that empower your prospects. Not sure if something is needed? Make it optional. Have complicated services that vary? Let your customer do the work with line item upsells. Have reoccurring services? Easy peasy. With Smart Pricing Table, you can create attractive proposals quickly. And our system is built for reuse, so you can get out of that hamster wheel. Give your customers choice and close deals quickly with Smart Pricing Table.